there and welcome to this week's Frankly Golf podcast. I'm Valerie Melvin here with Frank Thomas and this is podcast number 14. Uh, now Frank, this week we are going to be talking about something that I think you might know something about. Well, it's always something you know something about. <laughs> this time I'm not sure that I enjoy that. Uh, but we're going to talk about how to enjoy shooting your age. Yeah, well, um, it gets easier the longer you live. <laughs> well, that is true, that is true. Um, right now I'm not at the point that for a full round it's sort of a realistic proposition. No, no you're But not. certainly for nine holes... Yeah, you can shoot your age in nine holes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I should be shooting my age easily. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so I think what is important, though, to get started is, and something I think that happens as we get older, is that we become a little bit more realistic about our game. So how realistic are we, Frank? We're not really very realistic at all. Uh, We overestimate how far we hit the ball. And unfortunately... Uh, we treat the extraordinary as commonplace. So sometimes when we hit the ball one time, when everything was right and we really nailed it, that, that is embedded in our mind. And, <laughs> and every time we hit that same shot, uh, you know, as an example, if you, if you have a 165-yard shot, your mind remembers that one time you hit the 6 iron, 165 yards, and you take out your 6 iron every time, and generally you find yourself short. That's right. And, you know, when we when we think about the distances we hit in terms of our sort of dispersion or shot dispersion, um, I mean, what target size realistically can we hit? I mean, if you had a hundred yard shot, for example. Well, if you, if you had a hundred yard shot, uh, your target, overall target size is about 10% radius of the distance of, uh, of the hole. So at a hundred yard hole, you do plus or minus 10 yards is a really good... Uh, estimate as to how what the target size that you that you really have uh-huh so it's, it's that difference between knowing how far you hit it versus knowing how realistic you're being in terms of the actual dispersion and i suppose particularly if you get hazards in front of the green then it becomes very important to select the right club right uh yeah in general i would say uh, select the right club you know always uh, take the club the longer club if you have an opportunity to do it and re- recognize that you have been overestimating your distance anyway. And if you if you take the longer club, what you will do is you will swing it more uh, slowly and an easier swing. And you'll be amazed at how, how good the performance is. Uh-huh. And I mean, we found when we did our survey of 18,400 golfers in our Growing the Game survey, um, we, we found that the male golfer that shoots between 90 and 94 hits his driver about 192 yards, yeah. but thinks he hits it quite differently. Right, he thinks he hits it 230 yards. That's right. And, and, and uh, that, is a, that is a problem. Uh, we are, and it's not unique to the male golfer. The female golfer feels the same way. Uh, however, as you get a little older, you become more and more realistic. You're starting to recognize exactly how far you hit the ball, and you become more realistic and so now you say, well, okay, I can only hit the ball, the drive, 190 yards or maybe 200 yards. Uh, so I'm not going to try and hit it, you know, 240 yards. Mm-hmm. And, and as, as, as you go through that process, it really calms you down and makes you really understand 
what your capabilities are. Uh-huh. And I know that in some cases, you know, you you play golf and you'll see people, they go up to the sort of plaque on the tee and, you know, they look at the distance there, they've already zapped it with their bush nail and yet they'll sort of step it out. That's right. Uh, even even if the, the actual distance between the plaque and the tee mark is, is only one yard, they'll still step uh-huh. it out make sure and it's make, one make yard. sure it's one yard. Uh, and for that exact distance, uh, they may not have estimated exactly where the, the flag is in the uh-huh, green, uh-huh. but they've got different flag colours to indicate whether it's centre, brack, or four. Uh, and uh, so, uh, you, but the, it's 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 very good. It's very good to be optimistic. Uh-huh. I mean, you have to believe that you can hit the centre of the target. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's very good when you when you aim at the fairway. You don't aim at the entire fairway. You aim at the center of the fairway or a portion of the fairway that you think you can hit. But in, in and the same same as far as distance is concerned, you've got to make sure that you you want to hit to the center of the of the target. Uh huh. Uh huh. You don't want any misinformation getting in your way. I don't suppose. No, absolutely not. I mean, just imagine if everything came right. You know, the stars and the moon, everything were in, in sync and all aligned properly and you hit your shot perfectly. You don't want, you know, misinformation about the distance to be between, be between you and glory. That's right. And it's always like, I always love to tell the story about uh, the, the hole-in-one that I had. I've only had one hole-in-one, but that's fine. I'm happy now. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> right. um, and it was 161 yards, my hole-in-one. Right. And people often would ask me, what club did you hit? And I said, a four iron. And people said, was that the right club? <laughs> Is it the right club? Well, obviously it was. But, Apparently, but, but, yes. That's, that's, the, that's the sort of thinking we had. We, we say, well, you know, you had 161 yards. Surely you should have hit your five iron or, or, a, or a, you know, maybe a six iron. Right, yeah. uh, but 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 you said you hit your four iron and and it got in the hole. So you you hit the centre of the target. That's right. That's right. Um, now what we've done here is we've compiled a list of do's and don'ts that we can run through um, to help everyone out there be able to shoot the range. So once you've come to terms with distance, because it is very important to be realistic um, for the reasons we outlined, um, there are some other things that you can do uh, to help you shoot your age. So Frank, would you like to, to get started? Well, right. Uh, first of all, you have to select the right uh, tees. Don't, don't go ahead and play a, a course that you don't play every day or every week with your buddies and, and friends. Just be true to yourself and be, be you know, real, realistic about how you're going to shoot your raid. You don't go ahead and suddenly, if you want to shoot your raid, go to the forward, forward, forward tee and then go ahead. You don't sleep well having done that because you shoot your raid by, by playing the course that you enjoy playing with everybody else. So that, that, that's the first thing you've got to do. And I think, you know, staying fit's very important, isn't it? Very important. You've got, to, you've got to be physically and mentally fit. Physically fit, I mean, you've really got to start stretching. As soon as you get a little older, you've got to keep stretching. Go to visit your doctor or your, or your physiotherapist. Get some stretching exercises that you should do. Stay and walk a lot. Make sure you, you, your range of motion stays there and you stay physically fit. That'll give you an opportunity to continue to enjoy your style of life as well as enjoy your golf game. 
Yeah, you can't really underestimate that. I no. mean, the differences in being able to move and produce a swing that is, um, you know, your body isn't holding you back at that point. You know, I think sometimes as we get older, you know, we start to get a few wee aches and pains and then it becomes harder to, to swing, to turn, to move. Um, and all that reflects itself I, in I, your game. That's right. And I, I'm, I'm unfortunately experiencing those sort of things. So I I do keep myself fit. And I do think that uh, right now I'm I'm very capable of shooting my age and and uh, I'm right on the edge of it. And the, the thing is to stay fit. And I'm also practicing. I'm not trying to hit the ball 250 yards. I know I can hit the ball 200. I know I can hit it 220 or 230 if I really hit it correctly. But I, I still have that thought process about the 250-yard drive that I used to be able to hit. And now, uh, I, but I, I don't try to get there. I rather a lot, lot more realistic about my game, yes. and and uh, and I play within myself. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Just playing within yourself, and I do think that to be able to go and practice a couple of times a week, two or three times a week, would really help you, um, you know, be able to shoot your Asian point. And always, I mean, I think the tendency is when we go and practice, we practice what we're good at. Right. Which is sort of pointless. So maybe maybe pick out. It's nice to practice what you're good at maybe once a week and just reinforce those things. So if you like hitting your seven iron or your five iron, you know, do do those things. But then pick a couple of things that you know maybe let you down the last time you played. Uh, you know, practice out the bunkers, uh, work on your short game, and particularly obviously your putting. Right. But yeah, we 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 we've got to practice with a purpose. You have you're trying to get better. Your entire game is getting better. You're not trying to practice the the shots that you hit best, even though they're more satisfying. I mean, it's not very satisfying practicing out of a bunker, uh, but you really need to perfect that shot if you possibly can, because you are going to get into a bunker now and again, and so or your entire game. But you're right, uh, practicing your putting as well. Putting is forty five percent of your score. That's right, and you can save a lot of shots on the putting green, which will help you shoot your age. You can you can reduce about five years of your scorecard. <laughs> yeah, and putter design's important as well, isn't it, Frank? I think so because putter design has changed a lot. Uh, we've gone from blades uh, to, to today's mallets, and uh, as you, you know, the, the forgiveness is based on the moment of inertia of the putter. And we have the putter with a very high moment of inertia. And, and a lot of the putters that are being used on the tour have copied that concept, same concept. And are used. So a mallet putter is one that's forgiving. So you really need to look into uh, putter design. But at the same time, uh, don't let a favorite, old favorite, get in the way and hold you back from shooting your age. No, I think that's true because the putter designs have changed so much over time. And it's easy to get... You know, it's good to have an old friend, but you do have to try some of the other putters to just see how they feel and see if it makes, see if it would be for you. It might not be for you, but, you know, it, it's definitely worth worth a go. Um, and also, though, I think the instructions for use, the idea of knowing how to use the putter. Right. I, I don't think you should have any instrument that you don't know how to use. And if you don't know how to use it, uh, then you've got to get the instructions for use. Uh you know, unfortunately, putting has been handed down, the technique of putting has been handed down from father to son, 
and it's been handed down. Sometimes bad stuff as well as some good stuff. But uh, we, 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 our research has showed us how to, you know, develop a very much of a structured, uh, systematic approach to putty. It's a very simple process. It's doing what the body wants to do. So it's not difficult. And all you have to do is understand it. We've got an absolute instructions for use. Go ahead. And I think the fundamentals of putting, which you wrote, is a very good start to do that. And but, it's, uh, it's natural, isn't it? The putting stroke's very natural. Very natural putting stroke. And the, the book itself, you know, it goes through putter design, talks about the natural putting stroke, what you ha simple steps to achieve this. Right. Um, but also it talks about green reading, which is very important. Green reading is, is extremely important, especially if you've got a bad memory. Sometimes you don't, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't remember the same putt that you putted yesterday on the same green from the same place. <laughs> so, so you know, you've you really got to perfect your, your green reading. And, and um, it's relatively easy, you've got to, but you've got to practice that as well. Uh-huh. And I think before you play, <clears throat> to use the practice green before you play is important. That's, um, that's important because... Uh, it's, uh, the putting, practice putting green gives you an indication of how fast the greens are on the on the course. So it gives you, it calibrates you for the for the course. So um, uh, it's very important to actually do that, practice on that. But then also, don't just go out and hit three or four balls. Do it with a purpose. Take one ball and go to, and make sure you sink it in the in the hole and aim at another hole until you've played five or six or seven holes on the practice putting read, but go through the same process and the same pre-shot routine that you're doing. And that's it. I mean, the pre-shot routine is so important. I think not even just the pre-shot routine, but your pre-round routine. So make sure you arrive at the golf course you're playing, you know, with a decent amount of time to spare so you're not rushing around trying to check in. And so give yourself plenty of time. And it's easy, easier said than done in many cases. But right. I mean, it, it does make a difference to your round, I think. Absolutely. And if you want to be consistent in your performance and you want to play better, what you need to do is, is, is stretch in the morning. As I say, go to your physical therapist, get the stretches, go ahead and actually do that. Warm up and stretch, do, get out, and then when you get out to the practice, um, I mean, down to the golf course uh, on the range, just do a few little stretches and then play. Don't hit any more than about 25 balls. Work with your That's wedges. really important, isn't it? Because sometimes you hit too many balls to begin with, then you get tired, you know, right. towards the end of the round. Right. And 25 may be, may be the maximum. So go ahead and do that and go through the, through your clubs, you know, short clubs, mid-irons, uh, uh, longer irons and, and hybrids and then in your, your woods and, and uh, make sure you, you, you go through the process as well. Again, practice with a purpose. Every time you hit a shot, focus on what you're doing. Focus is so important. Focus, focus, focus. That's right, and be ready to focus when the time comes. You know, you can't concentrate necessarily all the way around, but you need to get focused when it's your turn to go. I think that's important. Right. So, I mean, we have a few what not to do. <laughs> a little list of what not to do. Um, you know, I think the, the clubs you select are important, Frank. So what about the clubs that you carry? Well, certainly don't, don't, don't have a club in your bag that you don't have no confidence in using uh, because you'll be tempted to use it if it's in your bag and, oh yes that uh, one shot you're yeah, like oh again, I need again, my three again. wood or whatever it is right 
And and if you're not using it, don't don't even be tempted to take it out of your bag uh-huh. uh, and use the other clubs. That's that's important. Um, so that that's the first step. Yep, and you know I think as well, your net score. You could potentially use your net score to shoot your age, but make that as part of a, a transition, that's right? The, oh, that's, <laughs> don't use your net score unless you're less than 60 years old because, uh, you know, you're not, you're not uh, going to shoot it anyway. But, uh, but if you've got a very high handicap, you really, that's not what it's about. But, but you're really trying to shoot uh, your, uh, your age. And you have to shoot your right, but do certainly do choose the right tees, the right golf course. Uh, make sure you play for the tees that you enjoy most, that gives you most satisfaction. The ones you play with your with your buddies every week, and those that's the that is the courses you play. And and most golfers play enjoy playing a golf course considerably less than sixty two hundred yards. I know. I think that's a really important point. Is when you do play like a length of course that is sort of set up for your game it just becomes so much more enjoyable and easier to to um, shoot your age now the other thing um, that we thought about here Frank was the idea of not giving yourself long putts <laughs> right yeah. Yeah. you know because the gimme length sometimes becomes you yeah. know outside the leather right right uh, yeah if you, if you give yourself two really long putts it's really not it's Sort of cheating, but you're cheating yourself. But and you know you won't sleep that well if you do that. And sleep is very important for a, a long life because <laughs> all sorts right. of things happen during sleep to help your your revitalization, your immune system, Absolutely. everything like that. So um, yeah, we don't want any sleepless nights on account of uh, giving ourselves really long, long parts. Right, right. <laughs> and crucially, I think. Some advice is don't round up your age to your next birthday. <laughs> <laughs> right, that, 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 that is a, a trick that some people have played. You know, they shoot in 82, and actually they're 80, only 81 years old, but their next birthday they'll be 82, so right. they didn't shoot. That, so, that also might lead to sleepless nights, I think. That's right, they? that's right. Um, so, but I do think one thing that's very important that we haven't really mentioned earlier is to make sure that when you're faced with a shot to a green and there's a sucker pin placement, don't be sucked in. Be sensible. Go for the centre of the green or go for where there's a pathway onto the green. Don't start trying to hit it over bunkers and taking the course on because, you know, too often it just ends in tears. That's right. Uh, it's it's amazing how we suck it into certain pin placements. Go for the centre of the green every time. You can't go too far wrong, and if you're in within your target range, plus or minus 10% of the distance that you're hitting, you, as long as you go for the center of the green, you'll go for it and you'll have two putts. If you start messing around with that, it'll just uh, take all those shots away from you, and you're not going to, and you're going to be inconsistent. And as in Jerry said, and uh, he asked the question initially, yeah. uh, you, you, you don't want to be inconsistent, you know, someday shooting. 82 and the next day shooting 95 yeah. so so uh, what you need to do is, is be consistent and go through the whole process warm up properly focus that's right and when you play good golf you sleep well you will live longer and you will enjoy more golf so it's like you know eat golf sleep repeat and possibly <laughs> shoot your age 
There we go. Well, listen, we hope you enjoyed that this week. We certainly enjoyed um, talking to you about it. Um, we will be back in touch next week. But until then... May the frog be with you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.